That's who. The conversation continues right now. I'm going to end up paying a royalty for this that I cannot afford. <laughs> Playing the theme music for me, T. I love, uh, I love theme songs. When you hear it, you know exactly what's about to come, and that one stands out. Uh, I grew up watching Entertainment Tonight, and, uh, of course, over the course of my career, I've done a number of things for E.T. and appeared on E.T. Uh, it's my great joy to welcome to this program Nichelle Turner, who's the co-host. Uh, for entertainment tonight, and I want to just start, Michelle, before I, before I ask you anything and talk about any of these news issues, I, just, I want to just start uh, with a tribute to you and Kevin. I saw Kev not long ago. Uh, he and I were together a little while ago, Kevin Frazier, and it is, it is as we say around here, we're, we're rooting for everybody black. Uh, and I remember, I remember the first night when it was announced. The first night I tuned in. I get a chance to watch it every night, but I uh, had a chance to tune in uh, when the announcement was made uh, that you and Kevin would be doing this because I wanted to just mm-hmm. revel in this moment of seeing these two uh, brilliant and beautiful black people co-anchor the longest-running daily syndicated entertainment program in this country. That is a big deal. So I want to start by just saying congratulations to you and Kevin and ask what it's like uh, to be two black folk helming this program every day. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, when you say it, it, it sits even more with me, uh, Tavis, and, and it's something, thank, by the way, thank you for that because I've also been a fan of yours for a very long time. So I thank you for that. But, um, you know, it, it, it feels really good. Kevin and I have been friends for a very long time. So we're, we're actually more than friends. His kids call me auntie. So mm-hmm. we're family. Um, and so being able to do this show with somebody who I consider family is a blessing in, it, in itself. But then also somebody who looks like me, mm-hmm. um, it just, it makes it all the more sweeter. And I think, you know, one of the things that I, that, that kind of concerned me at the beginning, Tavis, was when they named me, I, I was nervous because I said, is America ready for this? Mm-hmm. Is America ready for, you know, two uh, black folks to be helming this show? Um, and what I got back was a lot of really wonderful affirmation. It was a lot of people who said, oh, I thought you were the host of the show anyway. I mean, I thought you guys have been doing it together for the longest time because you're always there together. So for me, it just felt like people expected this. They love seeing us together. We, what you see is what you get from us on the air. Kevin gets on my last nerve. <laughs> That's just the way, it's just the way it is. And people see that every day. I love mm-hmm. it. But Lord, he gets on my nerves. And we just have that relationship with each other. But it does feel good to know that, you know, America was ready for us and ready for me to be, you know, the first black woman to, to host this show in mm-hmm. its history. Um, and it just, you know, it's, it's just been really affirming. And mm-hmm. I think that, Having that representation here within the building, too, has really helped shape this show in a way that is, you know, forward thinking, that's inclusive, that's diverse, because Kevin and I both have voices in the room where the decisions are made of what we consume on a daily basis. So Mm -hmm. we really have helped shape this show in a way that I'm really proud of. To your point, that's what we both want at the end of the day to see more people who look like us representing Hollywood as well. No, I mean I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm glad. Uh, thank you for thank you for that. No, you're fine. No, no. Let me let me let me ask you right quick. Um, and this is this is not. I'm, I want. I'm, I'm saying this uh, with all seriousness. This is not an opportunity uh, for you to brown nose your bosses. Um, but 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 I'm asking because 
we talk all the time uh, in black America and certainly on this program and in my career, I've had enough conversations uh, about the the uh, the dearth and the paucity of, of black folk mm-hmm. in rooms who make decisions in Hollywood. We know that story well. It, it's changing, mm-hmm. but it's changing with the pace uh, at, at, at a turtle's pace, as they say. Uh, that's how slowly it's changing, uh, if not surely. Um, but the, the thing that, that made me um, stand up and pay attention uh, to E.T., was the fact that somebody made this decision, somebody white yes. signed off on this yes. decision to put uh, yes. two black folk out front doing this, doing a this whole every day. Yeah, a whole bunch of white folks signed off on it. Yeah, and I'm cur- I'm curious as to what you make of that, because, again, we can complain legitimately. So we've got legitimate grievances about this industry. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, when some white folk make a decision to do something that is, in fact, courageous, I mean, let's be clear, the, the, the impact of black folk on Hollywood is undeniable. It's incontrovertible. Um, we, we've had our say and we're, and we're doing more and more every day. But still, for them, for, for some white folk to decide to put two black folk out front, that was a big deal, Michelle. Yeah, I mean, you know, like you said, we're the longest-running syndicated news magazine show in the country. Mm-hmm. Forty-three years it's been on the air. Mm-hmm. And for so many people, Entertainment Tonight is their gold standard of, of entertainment news, and it's their kind of Bible of entertainment news. Mm-hmm. And we, our core audience is the heartland of America. It's those corners of America that aren't L.A., New York, you know, Chicago, whatnot. And so you do have to think about that when you're putting the face of your show to reach those people. What do, what are we saying to America? And I think that our bosses, Eva Casio, you know, Rich Servini and Aaron Johnson, who is our executive producer, who it really was a lot on her. I mean, I will say she's young, she's fresh, she's forward thinking. And, you know, she said to me when she's offering me this job, we're, we're kind of late to the Michelle party, but mm-hmm. we've always known we needed to be here. And this is right. This team is right. You and Kevin are right. You know, and I'm not worried about anything else because I know that I have the best and most talented people for the job, regardless of what you look like. So that, to me, was a real testament to have that faith in me yeah. um, because I wasn't sure that was ever going to happen. You know, I've been here nine years. And we had some other regimes that wouldn't have made this decision. Sure. Um, so to have her in there and say, no, this is what we're going to do. And to have the other, you know, the people above her say, absolutely. And I will say, too, you know, we have a new head of this network, George Cheeks, who sure. is a black man. And sure. I know that he has been a champion of this move since the day he walked in the building. So everybody was in a line and everybody said, we understand this is the moment we need to do this. This is actually also a decision that's bigger than just this show, and we're going to embrace that. And I appreciate it. I yeah. really appreciate that. Nope. Somebody once said that every race of people ought to be judged by the best they've been able to produce and not by the worst. And yeah. when it comes to news, uh, entertainment news coverage, hard to do better than Michelle Turner and um, and, and, and Kevin Frazier. Uh, so, I, again, wanted to start this conversation by celebrating them. That said, there is some entertainment stuff I do want to cover with Michelle Turner. So when we come forward, we'll jump into a few stories that, uh, that I'm uh, fascinated to get her take on. Uh, and you're listening to Tavis Smile. Unapologetically progressive. progressive. Unapologetically black. Black, black. You're tapped into Tavis Smiley. Tavis Smiley. Smiley. Smart talk for curious people just like you. Just like you.
You're listening to Tavis Smiley. 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 Tavis Smiley and Nichelle Turner, who, of course, is the co-host of Entertainment Tonight, along with Kevin Frazier, and I'm honored to have Nichelle on this program. All right, watching my clock here, Nichelle. I know you got a full schedule to get ready for your show today, uh, but let me uh, let me just throw a couple things at you. Uh, I'm gonna hold sure. the, I'm gonna hold the Jada thing as long as I can because I'm just. <laughs> oh boy. I, I, exactly. Oh, oh boy. No. Oh girl. Yeah. Oh girl. Uh, <laughs> it's more like it. Uh, for me, that's just uh, the quintessential example of oversharing. It's just too much for me, but hold on to that. We'll get to that in a moment. Let me start on a serious note. Uh, I'm a member of the Screen Actors Guild, a SAG member, not unlike you and everybody else uh, in this town. Uh, and uh, I'm a union member. So I, I support the union, always have. That's my personal and, 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 and public take. Uh, and yet I am getting more and more trouble that this thing seems to continue unabated. Um, you are covering this every day. Um, give me some of your insights yeah. as you're covering this story. Uh, well, you know, we have passed the 100-day mark for the actors portion of this strike. So I think you're right to be concerned. I mean, um, we were having the conversation in our newsroom the other day about, you know, the end of the year. This is the time of year we usually get the movies that are going to make their award show, mm-hmm. uh, award season run. And so we were we were thinking, like, what's coming out? Because all of the movies have gotten pushed. There's really not a lot out there. There's not a lot to consume. There are some things that are upcoming, of course, The Color Purple, one of them that we're all looking forward to. But, um, you know, the actors not being out to to do their promotion and to talk about these things and people just not being at work, even though the writers are back to work, production is not back to work because the actors are on strike. I think there's a glimmer of hope that the AMPTP, which is the studios, um, came back to the the actors and said, let's come back to the table when they walked away last week. They're going to return to the table tomorrow. They're going to resume negotiating. But I, I do have to say, the one thing that I had been concerned about all along with the writers, you know, they, they were standing their ground, but there wasn't a lot of talking. I do believe that the, the Actors Guild, you know, has, they've, they've been a little more, it's been a little more contentious, a mm-hmm. little more outspoken, mm-hmm. a little more back and forth going on. Um, and so I do think there is a deep divide. What we're seeing is that divide is about money. Yeah. Tavis, it is about, you know, revenue sharing. And at the end of the day, what do we know? People don't want to share their money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, I'm concerned that there's such a big divide. I think, you know, from, from one side to the other, they're saying there's about a $500 million divide there, which is a big chunk. So I'm hoping that this week, you know, that there's been some bigger names that have gotten involved um, publicly now, George Clooney and those things, that maybe uh, a new meeting of the minds and and hearing kind of some other ideas can bring them a little bit closer. But this has got to end. I mean, if this goes into the holiday season, it's going to be tragic going into 2024. Now, I saw the Clooney story. He and some other big names, uh, that was a a pretty novel idea that they put forth about reducing Mm -hmm. their own dues. Um, uh, to uh, increasing their dues, rather, to, to help out others uh, who are uh, in, engaged in this strike. So uh, that was, uh, I thought, was, again, a, a pretty pretty novel concept. Let me ask you right quick, um, uh, how it is that you all have done a show without having access to actors? I, I, I'm laughing because <laughs> I, I've, lost some, I've lost some big conversations here. Uh, Denzel, yeah. Den, Denzel was coming on for Equalizer 3. That didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of other stars. Uh, not uh, you know, Denzel's huge. But um, a, a lot of folk, um, we've been... Uh, uh, booking on the show or plan to book or have on and we had to let that stuff go because they can't talk to promote their projects so how how y'all doing the show you got no actors to talk to well i mean not to rub it in a little bit but i had (laughs) denzel last week okay i did sit down with him okay you you pivot so instead of talking about his projects we talked about the boys and girls club sure sure sure, Uh, sure, sure. he you know he did an appearance with rich paul 
at the Boys and Girls Club. So I sat down with both of them to talk about Richard's book and Denzel's commitment to the Boys and Girls Club. So mm. sometimes you have to pivot sure. and you have to get creative when they can't talk about their projects. But we've been focused um, a lot uh, in the last few months on um, musicians because, you know, they can still do things. So sure. we've been focused much more on music than we usually have been. And also the reality space and the talk show space can still do things. So we've been focused more on that. You do have to find creative ways because we still have to put on a show every oh, yeah. single day. Sure. Um, besides covering the strike, you know, we've got to fill 22 minutes every day. So We've been doing a lot of that, and um, you know there are some projects that have gotten interim agreements. I just sat down with the with the cast of the new movie coming out, Priscilla, which is you know um, about uh, Elvis Presley mm -hmm. and Priscilla Presley from her point of view. Mm -hmm. They got a, an exception, so I was able to sit down with them. But the, the pickings have been slim. I mean, you're not wrong. It's been it's been tough. Yep, yep. No, no not easy covering uh, entertainment when you can't uh, get actors to talk about their projects in particular. So I I, I take your point. Our remaining moments with Michelle Turner when we come forward, and we'll talk about what else jada pinkett smith you're listening to tavis smile this is getting good tavis smiley smiley continues when we come forward forward let's get back to more of tavis smiley right now got a few minutes left here with Nichelle Turner, the co-host of Entertainment Tonight, who I'm uh, delighted in having on this program today. We'll do it again down the road. Um, uh, Nichelle, okay, Jada Pinkett, um, as I said earlier, uh, to my mind, this is a quintessential example of oversharing, uh, but that's just me. And I, I, I think here's what concerns me, and I, I'll uh, get out of the mm -hmm. way and let you, let you have the final word here. What concerns me, and I've written, what, 24, 25 books in my life, I understand um, what it means to sell a book. And, and Jada is, is really good at that. And Will knows how, obviously, better than most to sell a film. So, But there's a fine line between selling books, I think, and, and, and turning people off, people who may have been fans of yours all along. And, and I'm just getting yeah. worried. I'm just getting worried that that line for Jada is getting blurred between selling a book and again, um, turning people off because of your approach, your style, what you're saying. People feel like she's going in on Will and throwing Will under the bus. I mean, I've, I've heard all kind of stuff, as have you. But anyway, that, that's my take. Let me shut up and, and, and pass the mic to you. I mean, this one is a tough one for me because you kind of you have to think about both sides of it from from a coverage part of it and from an entertainment, you know, journalist part of it. I mean, there's so much there. It's gold. It's gold. We have content every <laughs> yeah. single day, right? You know, and just like literally every day last week, we had a different story. Sure. And and you know, so it gives us a lot of content. On the other side of it, I am. Uh, I just was a huge fan of both of them and the black love that they showed us, mm -hmm. and you know that unwavering commitment that we felt like they had. So now it, it feels a little bit like were they being frauds and you start asking these questions and whatnot. And really, is it our business to know all of this? Mm -hmm. So yeah, are you, you're saying a lot here, you know, and, and not only, you know, especially since we saw the slap happen on stage and then the fallout from it and then coming to the red table and the entanglement and all of that. So now to get the book and to find out they weren't even together, mm -hmm. what was happening and it, it, it's just like, whoa, whoa, this is overload. And so I think people, I mean, you don't really want to judge what people think by social media, but sure, sure. I, it's a tough road for Jada right now because I think that there's a collective, um, you know, just turning away from her. And I think that, that men, women, black, white, old, young are kind of like enough, sis. Mm. Um, 
but on the other hand, I do believe in a woman's right to tell her truth, sure. to tell her story, sure. and that is what she's doing um, for good, bad, or, you know, weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what it is, but, I, you know, I, I want them to be whole, and I, I think the end for me was when she came on the Today Show and said, oh, we're working our way back to one another. I'm like, hold on. Yeah, yeah. So now, after all of this, <laughs> now you're back <laughs> Yes, it's uh, it's 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 too much. It's just too much. But to your point, people have a right to self determination. They have a right to tell their stories, and uh, as we say, the market will decide. I just hope that the market ultimately doesn't decide against Jada, and that uh, she does no harm to to Will. That's the Hippocratic oath, right? To do no harm. Well, I think the harm has yeah. been done, Tavis. Yeah. If we're being honest. I yeah. mean, Will's stock has taken a huge hit. I mean, we saw it. Um, you know, trying to open movies before Emancipation sure. didn't do well. Right. Um, you know, it just, it, it kind of flailed. And I know he what? was trying his best. And uh, the movie itself had some issues. But sure. but I think that people didn't really take to nope. him. No, I think you're right. I just don't want, I just don't want, Jay, that's my point. I don't want Jada to do any additional harm. That's that's my point. Uh, that I don't want any additional harm to be done. But I digress. It ain't my book. It's her book. And uh, Jada, do your thing. Uh, Nichelle Turner, co-host of Entertainment Tonight. Uh, Nichelle, congratulations once again on being in that chair. You deserve it. You've earned it. And I hope you will come uh, be in this chair with us once again somewhere down the road. Thanks for your time, Nichelle. I appreciate it. And anytime, anytime you need it, I'm here. All right. Appreciate you very much. Uh, There you have it. Thank you.